Sis, I gave you a list of scriptures, but we'll just have to cancel that. I feel like the Lord just moved on me to, to go in another direction when he spoke to us. And I already, you know, when you get a message, you think, well, I want to preach this. But the Lord said, no, I want you to preach this. And so I brought my message and his message. And so then he just told me, I want you to preach my message. And so, the book of Ezekiel, chapter 18, I want to read verses 14 through 17. And I have no idea how long this will be or how short it may be. But I feel like the Lord's just going to speak and then give us opportunity to respond. Ezekiel 18, verse 14. The Lord said, Now, lo, if he beget a son that seeth all his father's sins, which he hath done, and considereth and doeth not such like, that is not eaten upon the mountains, neither lifted up his eyes to the idols of the house of Israel, he has not defiled his neighbor's wife. Neither has he oppressed any, nor withholding the pledge. Neither has spoiled by violence, but has given his bread to the hungry, and hath covered the naked with a garment, that hath taken off his hand from the poor, that hath not received usury nor increase, has executed my judgments, has walked in my statutes. He shall not die for the iniquity of his father. He shall surely live. I just want to preach for a minute. I don't have a title, but I'm going to preach. This is the best decision you'll ever make. Let's lift our hands and pray. Lord, thank you for speaking to us in this house today, for moving on us, and thank you, Lord, for your word today. Let it fill our heart. Let it change us. Let us make the decisions we need to make today that we could be right with you, God, and see you in glory. We ask it in Jesus' name. Everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap and another shout. Aren't you thankful for this mighty God we serve? Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. You can be seated in the house of the Lord. God bless you. Ezekiel 18 is a great chapter and an encouraging chapter. A lot of people don't like to read the Old Testament, but you should. If there's any reason you should, it's because Jesus said you should. He told his own people, the Jews, he said, Search the Scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. Well, he was talking about the Old Testament. He said, and Search those Scriptures because it is those Scriptures that testify of me. Paul told Timothy, he said, from a child you have known the scriptures that are able to make you wise unto salvation. There are great things in the Old Testament there. God's word is a little here, a little there, a little. What we maybe don't quite understand in the Old Testament, we see it revealed in the New, but now 
we can look back through that lens of understanding, knowing that Jesus Christ, God manifest in the flesh as our Savior. And we see his plan unfold even through the Old Testament. But in Ezekiel, the Lord is talking to Israel, and Israel has a problem with God's mercy. Uh, they think they should be able to decide who deserves it and who does not, and that uh, a son should be guilty of his father's sins. But the Lord said that if a man has a son and he sees everything that his father has done, all the wrong that he has done, and, and he considers that and then makes the decision to not do likewise. The old saying, like father, like son, doesn't have to always be. What he's telling us here in this is that, uh, in reminding us is that we often feel like we are stuck with generational curses. Like we have been born into this life and this is the way my life has been and this is all I've ever known and this is all I've ever seen. So I'm just going to be stuck with this. That I have no way out. That I'll just have to be the the acorn doesn't fall far from the tree. I guess I'm going to have to be like my father. But he said, if you can see these things and realize that they're wrong. When you can make a decision and say, I'm not going to do that. That I won't do all the things that I've watched my father do. That even though I was born into this and this is all I've ever seen, I know that this is not right. I want you to know there's a way out today. You're not locked in to sin. You're not just locked in to a life where God can't touch you. But if you can see the wrong and consider what's going on, make a decision today. He said if he decides to not do these things, that he will not die for the iniquity of his father. He shall surely live. I'm telling you today that if you want your life to be different, if you want your life to be better, then turn and live. Consider where you are and don't accept your circumstance and realize that God can deliver you today. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Let me tell you, there ain't a chain that Jesus can't break. There ain't a, a wall that he can't pull down. There ain't a prison door that he can't sling open. Sometimes we feel so weighted down by the mistakes of our past. We feel like this is just who I am. But honey, that ain't your identity. When you go down in the water in the name of Jesus, let me tell you, you come up washed free from the sins of your past. I don't care how bad it was. I don't care how bloody it was. I don't care how evil it was. When you go down in the water by faith in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, honey, you're going to come up clean. And he said, you can then begin to walk in the newness of life. I just wish we could believe the scripture and make a decision today that says, I'm not going to walk the way I used to walk, but now I'm going to walk the way Jesus wants me to walk. I'm going to pick up my cross and follow him daily. I don't have to be who I used to be. I've buried the old man. I've buried his habits. I've buried his ways. I've buried the shame and the guilt of that past. I wish we could bury the memory. Memory is very strong. We can think of things and, and begin to go back in our mind and in our memories, and it's almost like we're there. And you can think about that, and you can begin to actually think on it so long that you begin to feel the way you felt in your past. Come on, somebody. You know it's true. I, 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 I hear things today like uh, I, I like to think of good stuff. 
And I like good memories. And I think of that. And, and I can hear a song from our wedding day. And I can just listen to that music and shut my eyes. And I can actually feel what it felt like that day. It's almost like I can smell the smells of the church that day. And it's like, I, I just, it's like I'm there again. Memory is strong. It's powerful. It, it, it awakens your senses. And, and unfortunately, some people, they just think about the bad. They think about how awful they were. They think about how terrible things they did. And they think that's still who they are. Because you make yourself feel like that. But when you make a decision, you make a decision for your life when you make a decision to follow Jesus. It will be the best decision that you will ever ever make. Give your life to God. Ezekiel went on to say in verse 27, he said, when a wicked man, a wicked man, just, you think in your own mind, why do you think he's wicked? Just, you think of the worst thing somebody could do that would make them wicked to you. But the Lord said, when the wicked man turns away from his wickedness that he has committed. When he turns and does that which is lawful and right, he shall save his soul alive. Because he considereth, he's making a decision. He's thinking it out. Now he's like, I'm going to keep walking this road. It's just going to be destruction. But if I decide to turn and follow God, I can save my soul alive. Because he considereth and turns away from all his transgressions that he has committed, he will live, he shall not die. Friend, there is hope for us today. We think we live under the sentence of death. I know that the wages of sin is death. And I know that if we don't change our life, we have nothing waiting on us but death. But friend, God has made a way out. He has made a way for us to get loose. He has made a way that we can be better than we've ever been. He's made a way that we don't have to perish. We don't have to die. In verse 29, the house of Israel said, The Lord, your ways are not equal. But the Lord said, Are not my ways equal and yours not equal or unequal? Therefore I will judge you, O house of Israel, everyone according to his ways, saith the Lord. Repent. And turn yourselves from all your transgressions, so iniquity shall not be your ruin. Cast away from you all your transgressions, whereby you have transgressed, and make you a new heart and a new spirit. For why will you die, O house of Israel? Why would we just accept the sentence of death when Jesus has made a way out? The Bible says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? All you have to do is just not do anything. People say, well, they've done so much wrong, they couldn't be saved. They ain't got to do a bunch of wrong. Just neglect what he did. Neglect Jesus. Neglect the Savior. Neglect his death, burial, and resurrection. Just don't do anything with what God has offered. And then we say, how shall we escape? But he said, if you'll repent and turn yourselves if you'll cast away these things, he said, you'll make a new heart, a new spirit. Why will you die, O house of Israel? Because the Lord, this is what the Lord said, I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourselves 
and live. God has no pleasure in people being lost. Peter said it in 2 Peter 3 and 9, It's not the Lord's will that any perish, but that all would come to repentance. God has created a way. It says that it's not fear that leads us to repentance, but the goodness of God. His long-suffering, His mercy, when we know we don't deserve it. When He lets us feel His Spirit, when we know we've been a train wreck and we've made mistakes and, and we're not living right, but yet He still lets us feel His presence. And we know that we have not done what He asked, but still He loves us and calls us and draws us. And we realize that God loves me anyway. And the goodness of God leads us to repentance. David, a king, a man after God's own heart, he had a man killed so that he could hide the fact that he had committed adultery with his wife and now she was expecting a child. And, and all these things happened. The child ended up dying after he was born. And David fell down before God and he said, Against thee and thee only have I sinned. Let me tell you, that was the best decision that David ever made. Because if he had not repented, no matter how good uh, God loved him, and no matter how much uh, uh, he was uh, king of Israel, he would have been lost. Because we all must come to a place of repentance. But he, he began to pray and say, Lord, create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. He knew that God was able to take him flawed and broken and, and wrong like he was. If he could repent, he knew that God was able to renew and refresh and revive what he used to have. I'm telling you today that you do not have to go through this life if you make a mistake holding the chains of those mistakes. You don't have to carry the weight and the burden of those faults and that past, but if you'll just cast it away, the Lord said, cast it away from you. Get rid of it. Just throw it away. Man, just throw that stuff away. It's pulling you down. It's holding you back. It's keeping you in a place that God doesn't want you to be. You've got to lay aside the weight and you've got to lay aside the sin so you can run this race. Get rid of those things. It's okay. God said to cast it away. Get rid of it. Turn your back on it. Because as long as you're looking at it, you ain't looking at God. He said, turn your back on that and turn to me. Get your eyes on Jesus. Get your eyes on the king. Get your eyes on his goodness. Realize that you quit trying to make yourself worthy and let Jesus make you worthy. Come on, quit trying to get rid of that stuff by yourself. He said, you can wash with water and you can wash with soap and you can take cleaner and cleanse yourself. He said, but your sin would still be marked before me. Because there ain't nothing but the blood of Jesus that can get rid of it. And he offers it still today. He offers it even now that if we repent and are baptized in his name, that the sins of our past be washed away. Best decision you'll ever make. I quoted this, but I'd like to put it, if you can find it for me quickly. It's Isaiah 1, 18 through 20. I'd like for you, if you don't believe me, just read what the Lord said in this passage of Scripture. Maybe it'll help you make the best decision. Isaiah chapter 1, verses 18 through 20. I knew the Lord wanted something different today. 
This is the Lord talking to people. Talking to people. Just like he talked to people when he sat down at the table and ate with them. You know, he's all upset. Hey, your master, he, he, he eats with sinners. He receiveth sinners. Thank God he does. Thank God he does. He said, come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But, you see, all you have to do is just refuse. If you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. One place he, he said, I set before you this day life and death. He said, choose life. Choose life. God asked his people, he said, why will you die? It won't be because I willed it, because I wanted it. If you die, it's because you chose to refuse me. The Lord is standing at the door and knocking, honey, if you'll come. The Lord is knocking today. You've carried that weight too long. And he said, I am knocking on your door. He said, if any man will hear my voice and open, he said, then I'll come in unto him. And we'll sit down together. We'll, he'll come in begin to feel your life it'll be the best decision you'll ever make you just got to stop carrying that stuff around stop putting on shows stop putting on a fake mask and acting just today make a real decision to turn he, he wasn't talking in Ezekiel he wasn't talking to the world he was talking to his people He wants us to really be his people. He said, but until you turn to me, you can never really truly be my people. So would you stand with me this, this day as we get ready to close? I know we've been praying. We've had a mighty presence of the Lord. But that's his word. He's reasoning with us today. And now it's either us, we accept it or we refuse it. So I'm going to open the altar and give you a chance to come accept Come and pray and say, search me, God. Search me. Make a decision today to throw that weight, or that baggage, that, that past. Throw it away. Get rid of it. Drop it. But if you throw it away, don't go digging through the garbage to get it out again. Come find a place in this altar today, everyone that will. Just come pray and talk to the Lord. He's already spoke to us through his word. There's people in here who think I can never be what God really wants me to be. I'll never really be able to break free. I'll always just be hanging around the outskirts. But you don't have to hang around the outskirts. You can come and be right in the middle of His will. Right in His presence today. Let's pray.
this in the first service this morning but when Jesus said to take up the cross and follow him he said if any man will do that and deny himself and that's part of this turning away from that past because your flesh just longs to hold on to that stuff but you need to deny yourself and say no I am not who I was before I went down in that water. I am not who I was before he filled me with the Holy Ghost. That's not who I am anymore. Oh, but, but, but Pastor, I slipped up, made mistakes. Well, you're in good company. You're in great company. You don't stop just automatically stop making mistakes because God fills you with the Holy Ghost or because you got your sins washed away. The Bible says, though a good man fall, but he says he shall not utterly be cast down for the hand of the Lord will uphold him. We've got help now. We're not the same. Before the Lord, if we fail, we're all by ourselves. But now we've got that help. The Bible says he's a very present help. Well, who's he helping? Us. He's not just helping us. We think, well, he's helping me from tornadoes or he's helping me from, you know, fires or car wrecks. No, he's helping us from ourself. He's helping us from those, that lust of the flesh, that lust of the eye, that pride of life. He's helping us from our own carnality. He's a very present help in time of trouble. When you feel like you're getting in trouble, that's when you start calling on him. If you end up in trouble, that's when you call on him. Don't, don't let it sit there and fester and turn into something. Get it out. Repent. 
confess your faults. God, I'm sorry. He said, if you confess your faults, he's faithful to forgive. That's not one of them little orange cards like you get in Monopoly that says get out of jail free. Don't, don't treat it like that because he'll know you're treating it like that. But when it's your desire to live right, on your best day, you can still fall flat on your face. And we'll need the Lord to get us back up. It'll be the best decision you've ever made. I've been living for the Lord since 1993. Some of y'all have probably been longer than that. But to me, that seems like a whole lifetime. And I have been up and I have been down. But I have never, ever wanted to turn my back on serving God. And I have found out that every time he was faithful to say, let's keep going. Never one time did he say, okay, that's enough. I'm tired of you. <laughs> no. His mercy, it says, endures forever. I'm thankful for that because I need it every day, new every morning. Aren't you thankful for such a loving God today? Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. What a great God. Thankful for his presence that we had in this house today. Thankful for what he's doing. Turn and live. Turn your life. Turn to him and live, church. He's coming back soon to get us. We want to be ready when he calls. Amen. Thank you for being in service today. Prayer meeting tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, the Lord willing. And we'll see you here. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name. Don't forget about the baby shower for Sister Elizabeth up in the kids' sanctuary. God bless you.